Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where nothing's, nothing's off the, the table, table cuando estás entre comadres. We are super happy to be in studio. Whoop, whoop. Yep. <laughs> in old, coming to you from Old Town Salinas. Salinas, California. <laughs> Salad Bites Media headquarters. And yeah, this is our first episode that's going to be releasing in the month of March, no? Yes. Yes. So it's and like our kickoff to, to Women's History Month. Exactly. Right? Women's International Day just passed. So Exactly. Whole, I mean, it should be every day is Women's Day, to be honest with yes. you, not just the month of March. But it's like that, like Black History Every Day, not just exactly. in February. But yeah. Exactly. Este, so yeah, <laughs> so we wanted to go ahead and just start off the episode by saying like, Las give mujeres it up. chingonas. Yes. Give it up to mujeres everywhere yes. around the world. <laughs> And just definitely, like, take a moment of gratitude for, mm -hmm. like, all the strong mujeres who we know, everyone, who all mm -hmm. the mujeres who have came before us mm -hmm. um, and paved the way for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of those little mujercitas that are behind us, right? Exactly. And that we have to set the example for. Exactly. So, yeah. In, in contemplating that and in being in reflection of that, the comadres were like, well, how can we kick off, like, <laughs> Women's History Month? What do we want to do as the 831 comadres And what better way off? to start it and to talk about our mamas. Yep. Kind of, we know where it started for us, right? Yep. Our history right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and give it up to our jefitas. Yes. Because I know that I definitely would not be the woman that I am today had it not been for my mother. Preach. Yep. Mm -hmm. And she's just such a strong, beautiful woman. You know, una mujer guerrillera. Mm -hmm. You know, mi mamá, desafortunadamente, es una mujer muy sufrida. Mm -hmm. You know, she's had a very difficult life, a rough life. But she's also a very gentle person. A loving soul. She's very loving. Mm -hmm. Although that was not something that maybe was you know, freely given to her as a child, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. That was something that my mom's a lot of things, but she's a good mother. That's definitely one of the things that she is. You oh, know I what I mean? She's a loving mother. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So I love my mama. <laughs> I know that in her words, <laughs> le he sacado canas verdes. <laughs> she says that? How yeah, cute. That's, you, is that true? That's a, it's like an old school Mexican I know, but it, let's you know be, what I mean? Is it true like, that she's done that? You've done that to her? I think that's, my sister and my brother are way worse. The <laughs> allí, pobre señora. No, I know. I was, I'm just kidding. I think, honestly, and I think I've said this on the podcast before. I've, and I'm sure all of my siblings feel this way, but I feel like I'm the one that gave my mom like the least amount of headache. You know, are what you I the mean? baby? No, I'm the middle child. Really? Yeah. I thought you were the baby this whole time. No, hell no, girl. I'm my dad's baby. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So. And there's a whole thing. It's not even like my actual biological dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like my, my mom, all her children mm -hmm. are from, we're all from the same father. Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? We, um, so yes, but like my dad with the person who I call my dad who helped to raise me was my <coughs> padrino, Richard. Okay, okay. And like, so that's who I call my dad. You know what I uh -huh. mean? So like whenever you hear me say, oh, my dad, this and my dad, that I'm talking about actually my padrino. He, he really took on that like father figure role for me and really helped my mom to raise me in like every sense of the word you know what I mm -hmm. mean and like my mom did an incredible job he came into my life when I was like 14 15 years old mm -hmm. um and so yeah but like up until that time it was 
pretty much just my mom. Just your mommy. Yeah. Doing yeah. the damn thing. Exactly. So again, like I wouldn't be the person who I am today and the woman that I am today had it because not been for my mom. mom. I love it. Yeah. So we wanted to like talk about our moms and like just like shower them with praise. <laughs> my mom and don't even and know we're going to be talking about her tonight. She doesn't. <laughs> I interviewed my mom. I asked her if it was okay. And she said, yeah, no, I'm like, I, I don't interviewed her. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, yo, my everyone knows my mom. Everyone who knows me, I'm gonna knows ask my Ariel. Mom. <laughs> Next oh, time I see her, yes, yeah, uh, yes, she's, I know <laughs> the homegirl Ariel Mar be having them stories. <laughs> my mom is obviously a lot. When people see me and my mom, they think we're automatically like we're sisters mm-hmm. because we look exactly identical, you know. And I would used to hate it when I was younger. My guy friends would be like, "Hey, do you need a stepdad?" And I'll be like, like "Motherfucker!" Like exactly. My dad he hates when they talk like that to my mom, but my my mom thinks it's so funny. And she's like all flattered. Yeah, and I'm like, I know. And I'm like, mom, get out. Go sit down. I remember <laughs> you telling me a story about going to a comedy show. And you're oh like, my God. I hated going. It was terrible. And I was like, what? That's a badass comic. <laughs> who was it? Joe Coy. Yeah, that's who it was. I'm like, yeah, I love Joe we, Coy. I love his stand-up. I think it was, in, it was obviously before COVID. It was in 2019, I want to say, when we mm-hmm. went, when he came to Selena's. To the Fox, yeah, right? Yeah, to the Fox. And y'all were sitting really close to the front oh, or yo, whatever. Like, like, I, like yeah. my mom wanted to see him like you know we always saw his netflix specials and we yeah. follow him on instagram he's hilarious if you guys don't know him like he's just look him up he's, he's filipino, filipino. yes <laughs> <laughs> we both look at each other we keep going shout out to our filipino raza <laughs> exactly like he's filipino and you know filipinos and mexicanos have the same you want to know why because we because yes. we're from the same fucking colonizer. Thank you. That's why. Exactly. And I got my flipsick <laughs> my flipsicking cousins too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we sat there in the front, and I remember, um, and my mom, she was so excited to see him. Like, you know, I'm gonna get her like good tickets. We're gonna sit in the front, like you know, kind of like VIP area, whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course, here comes Joe Coy, super hilarious, and he was like kind of talking like low key smack about Selena. I was like, oh, you gotta watch out, like all these homeboys, all these cholos, you know. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no, it's not like that. And then he was like, oh, here's this one, like you know, he he like. Of course, my loud ass. <laughs> of course, he like, yeah, me too. He, exactly. And he was like, oh, no, she says it's not that bad and all making fun of me. And then he kind of looked at my mom like, who's that? Is that your sister? And I was like, oh, God, no, please don't yeah, I know where Like, I already know. And then we was, he started doing jokes here and there. And then he looked at me. He was like, what's your name again? And I was like, Jackie. And he was just like, hey, Jackie, how does it feel to have all your friends want to fuck your mom? And I was like, oh, my God, my mom was cracking the hell up over here because on my side. you know it's, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Like George Lopez and I would, yeah, so everyone thought it was hilarious. After the show, everyone was telling my mom, like, you're the hot mom. And I was you're like, and my mom. mom was like, boastful, loving like it. loving it and taking dude. pictures with people. Like, and I looked at her like, really? You're really doing that? But dude, my mom was that mom too. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Still to this day, like my mom, siempre se ha cuidado. Mm-hmm. Like she's, and my mom's like, I feel like that's why I you know, enjoy like fashion and stuff like that. My mom knows oui, how to like bien. do her makeup mm-hmm. and like fix her hair yep. and stuff like that. Like my mom's like classy. How old is your mama? You I mean, no, don't even answer if they're not okay with it. Never mind. <laughs> well, let's see. Let me do the math. My mom's birthday's coming up. Okay. Um, She was born in 64. Okay. 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 That's so, all we're going. <laughs> that's all we're saying. Okay. Okay. All right. That's about me. <laughs> Let people do the math. <laughs> They don't know what day. That's funny. Her birthday could have um, passed. Her, who knows? It's probably today. No, I'm Kim saying Sala. it's coming up. I know, but you're like, I'm trying okay, to. Anyhow. So, yeah, I, I was actually like going back and like looking at old pictures and like thinking about old pictures and like mm-hmm. memories and stuff like that. There's this picture of my mom. I grew up like on East Alisal. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Eastside, like, okay. Yep, Eastside. I was an Eastside kid. Like, DJ Beetle, if you're listening, he can attest to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? Oh, okay. We're going to yeah, talk you, about that. Yeah, I know. We went yeah. share with sharks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we go way back to, like, the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. At Sherwood mm-hmm. Elementary School. Like, that's, we all went to elementary school yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that whole clique. But anyhow, yeah, like, there's this picture, we this apartment that we had on East Alisal, mm-hmm. and my mom's sitting, like, like, and she's sitting on the floor with like her back up against um, the sofa and she has like these like blue jeans on and they're like a little bit baggy or whatever but she has this black leather belt on with a gold buckle mm-hmm. and a like a nice like you know fitted black what are they called like the fitted. ones that snap like on the bottom a bodysuit uh-huh. oh, sh- you know and she has the red you know the the gold door knocker earrings oh, and them. her hair is like pulled back and she has the bangs with the little t's in the front and okay. stuff and she's okay eating, mama she's eating a melon but like her makeup's done like a half a melon it's like cut like a half she a looks melon. bomb she's eating a melon it. she was eating a, uh-huh. we still eat them like that till this day we straight up <laughs> slice half of a melon uh-huh. take out the seeds and we'll sit there with the spoon mm-hmm. and just spoon them out and eat them like that oh like, okay i know what you're talking about yeah. okay and okay. so my mom's doing that and she's sitting on the floor and so you kind of see her like in profile a little bit mm-hmm. but my mom was fucking smoking hot bro <laughs> like, tight. and i just like totally on trend mm-hmm. one hundred percent like to the t and i'm like damn we was poor like she's damn she's working with what she got you know what i'm saying isn't like, that crazy when you see old pictures like mm-hmm. of our family like our parents our moms like same my mom's best friend back in the day was aquanet that oh, was yeah. that was her homegirl aquanet, aquanet you know and then she same thing i see up i have this like you know you have that picture i have this one picture of my mom too where she's um she's holding me and i'm like months mm-hmm. you know but my mom is all done up her makeup's all nice and done. Her red lipstick. Her mm-hmm. hair's all teased. The short eyeliner, huh? Yes, yes. The eyeliner on fleek. Yes, bitch. and then like mm. my mom wore mini skirts. Ooh, that was her thing, and I remember dang. her always wearing dresses and mini skirts. And my mom, like, she looked bomb. Got good light. Yeah, and I told her, <laughs> "How come you don't dress like that?" Like, "Ay, mija, ya soy vieja." I'm like, "Vieja de dónde?" <laughs> I'm all like looking at her like, mom, like mm. get out of here. Like my mom no now. Vieja, you're a señora. Exactly. No, she's a doña now. Mm. She's a doña because she has that. Um, she's in her grace come out. Remember we yes. had the conversation mm-hmm. and oh my God. I it, love that. I've been convincing her for the longest time. Like, mom, get your grays out. Let them out. Mm. Let them be free. She's like, I know I can't do it. You know, she was having a fit during like quarantine when it first happened. Oh yeah. Cause you couldn't do it. Salons. Exactly. So <laughs> she was all like showing me her grays. Like, look at all yelling at me. And I'm like, well, okay, culpa tengo you like i'm sorry like it looks good like just put them up in a like you know in a bun or something or put a yadema on you know mm-hmm. and then this year she finally decided i'm like my mom's not a, like you know i'm i'm gonna say her age she's 52 mm-hmm. she just turned 52 in december and she has the doña strip nice. literally like you know mm-hmm. like maria felix type of style That's you know dope, and bro. i looked at her and i'm like mom you're a bad bitch she's all <laughs> i know <laughs> That's awesome. I, yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna do like a a quick little history of history our mamas, history of like our mamas, yeah. yeah. And like I feel like as I'm telling you the history of my mama, like <clears throat> it'll very easily lend itself and help yeah. our audience to understand like why I am the way that I am. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So my mom was actually born. The date's a little fuzzy because it's in Mexico. And you know how oh. you had to go and register your kids? Mm-hmm. And then if you didn't register them on the day that they were actually they were registered born. On that day. That, no, you had to pay a, fly, a fine. So a lot of people oh. would say that they were born that day. So they just had to pay like the regular amount and not the fine because the dads wouldn't oh, go. Okay, like, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense. 
already. Yeah. So again, the dates are a little foggy. <laughs> but it's around that date. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere around that date. It's that month. Right? Well, it's April 1st. She was an Nin- April Fool's baby? Yeah. Oh, cute. And the, the, the joke in the family is that my Nina, uh-huh. um, her sister, uh, younger sister, mm-hmm. my my Nina Carmen, she also shares the same birthday, April 1st. Oh, okay. But she was born like three years later, two years later, or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the joke is like, my grandma got my grandpa twice. <laughs> my God. <laughs> but again... <laughs> Tate's a little foggy. We celebrate my mom's birthday on April 1st. All her legal documentation <laughs> in the United States. Oh the my States. God. Okay. <laughs> April 1st, 1964. So yeah, so that's, and she was born in Atacheo de Regalado, Michoacán, Mexico. Okay. She was born to my grandparents, Ramona and Manuel Alfaro. Okay. And so, yeah, they came from like a huge family. My mom is one of 13 children that my grandmother God damn, raised. That's tight. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, my mom was born in Mexico and they have a very traditional immigrant type story, mm-hmm. right? Not too much interesting shit happening in Mexico. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, again, gang of kids. My mom would work every single summer. She, you know, started working at a really young age. You got to quench your thirst. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to be quiet and let Oz do the edit, but, but we'll let him decide. Yeah. <laughs> Here he knows. Again, nothing too exciting happening in, you know, that time. But my mom did. My grandfather had land. So my mom started working like at a really young age, mm. like sembrando maíz and like stuff like that. And, like mm-hmm. working, you know, a family, you know, fields yeah, yeah, and shit yeah. like that. My mom's kind of existence here in the United States started when she was about, you know, eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. She, they migrated here to this area in um like 1972 was when my mom first came here and she started at like main street school in solidad and they lived like it wasn't necessarily like in solidad it was like between solidad and gonzalez like okay really close to the prison she came over here like with my tios and like her brothers yeah her brothers because she has like my grandmother had like five boys before she had a girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So my grandma had five boys. So imagine she had to like, I mean, it's traditional Mexico, right? So it's like yeah. women helped you, like the females, you know, mm-hmm. children helped you like at the house and stuff like that. And the boys helped their dad. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have like help until like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wait, so she had to like cook and clean and wash Todo. and all that shit for six boys Híjole. before she got any help. Ain't that about a bitch, huh? Girl. So anyhow, then after that, she had three girls. The last one of that being my mom. And then after that, well, well, she had my tia Lupe, my tia Maria, then my mom, then mm-hmm. my Nina Carmen, then my tia Josie, then my uncle Gilbert. So there's That's six boys. Yes. And then the rest are girls. So see, well, how did my, yeah. my my grandma raised 13 children because she ended up raising a set of twins. And there's murky information about mm, who's, I hit, it's that one family secret stuff, yeah. stuff that you're not supposed so to my, know, but you find out later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my grandma <laughs> raised 13 children. She birthed 11 live children. And then like as they called it, like 
malas camas. Mm. Tuvo tres malas camas, meaning she had three miscarriages. Okay. Um, but she birthed 11 live children. Mm -hmm. My tío Leopoldo, he died before I was even born. He died when my mom was a little girl. He was he was killed in Mexico when my mom was a little girl. So I didn't even know him or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So me growing up, it was like it was five boys, five girls, mm -hmm. and the twins. That's how okay. it was always referred to as. You know what I mean? And I that see. Was, yeah. Okay. So my grandma raised 13 children. That's like, still cool. Uh, yeah. I, that's like that's my, a lot of kids. That's my you know? dad's grandma right there. I think she had like, I want to say 15. And she came from a family of 17 kids. Your your grandma. My grandmother. She was one of 17. Yeah. And my grandfather, it was just him and my tia Lupe. And that was it? Yeah. But his parents like passed away or yeah, like, so I think they stopped having kids mm. or like, yeah, because my my grandfather was not raised by his parents. He was raised by one of his uncles, which is my tío Rafael or my tío Rafael's dad. I think that's my tío Daniel. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so he was raised like with his cousins as like brothers and sisters and stuff. Like that. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, he wasn't raised by his parents. So again, a lot of like family stuff can't. I can't even explain it all to you, but my mom comes <laughs> to the United States about eight, nine years old. 1972, there's record of her being at uh, Main Street School in Soledad, uh -huh. right? And then she did fourth, fifth, and sixth grade at Sherwood Elementary School. Oh, that's tight. That me and my brothers and sisters uh -huh. would later attend, <clears throat> uh, right in the heart of the Salinas <laughs> on Wood Street. <laughs> so my mom, she came here. She says she does remember, like, coming to the United States and, like, where they lived and stuff like that. And, like, I asked her, like, one of the questions I asked my mom was, do you remember, like, what that was like? Because, like, 1972 is still, like, the height of, like, a lot of, like, racial tensions mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, the, the whole Chicano war coming mm -hmm. out of, like, the height of the Chicano movement, mm -hmm. you know? what i'm saying so yeah so i'm just you know asking her like you know like how she felt you know all this stuff and you know the types of things that she remembers and she told me this story right and she said that when she came here um she ended up staying with two of my uncles and one of my uncles was already married mm -hmm. and then <clears throat> it was her and my tia maria mm -hmm. and she said that they would have to get up in the morning and like help you know what I mean? Like my tia Sara and stuff like that. And this is her being nine years old. She was nine years old. Dang. Yeah. To help to like make lunch yeah. and, you know, get the guys ready, you know, to go to work or whatever. And my deals worked in the fields and stuff like that. So she says she, you know, had to have like a really good worth at ethic at a really young age. But she said one thing about it was my deals were, were fair with her in that sense. And she said that um they she remembers very clearly mm -hmm. they she would. My deals would pay her $20, she's like a month or a week or something like that, to make them lunch. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang, so 20 bucks back in the day was hell yeah, of money. Yeah, she was like, I can't remember, it's a week. She was like, it seems like 20 bucks a week is a lot of money. I was like, maybe it was 20 <laughs> bucks a month, you know what I mean? Yeah. She was like, but I was like saving my money. I was a nine-year-old little girl. She goes, and I remember going to school and se me ocurrió to take my money with me. She's like, and I had like over $100, like $160. Oh, wow. She's like, and I remember my teacher seeing that I had it. Mm -hmm. And she took it from me. And I was like, what are you doing? That's mine. And she was like, no tienes que agarrar las cosas ajenas, like this and that. Like, you know, like mm -hmm. scolding her and telling her, like, where did you get it from? And she was like, I worked for that money. That's my money. You know what I mean? And she was like, no, like, I know you're lying to me, this and that. So she kept her after school hostage, essentially. <laughs> That's how I'm telling the fucking story. <laughs> she held her hostage after school. Didn't let her catch the bus. The teacher finished with her work or whatever and asked her where she lived. So she took her home and she waited until my uncles got home. And so she was, can ask, where did this money come to, from? No, or to how rat did she get her it? out. <gasps> mm -hmm. Que cabrona. 
because she knew that they were she was from like a traditional Mexican old school family. Was she white? Uh, I don't know. I didn't think to ask her. I'm on first question. But you know what? My mom didn't speak any English at that time. So I want to say she, I know she at least spoke Spanish. Hmm. So it could have just been one of those fucking. Mm. Mm, I already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Not all skin folk is kin folk. You want to type <laughs> situations. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. But yeah, my mom said that she was like my my uncles came home and she was talking to my uncle Raymond and mm-hmm. she was like, I want. Essentially, like, I'm coming here to let you know that your sister's una ratera and I'm going to have to report her to the police. And I wanted to, you know what I mean? And my mom's like crying and crying. And, oh my and God, my uncle that's was like traumatizing. Like, exactly. And my uncle was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And she was like, yeah, she came to school with all this money. And that's like a ridiculous amount of money for a little girl to have. It's obvious she stole it. I don't know where she stole it from, but I'm calling the cops and they're just going to do what they're going to do with her. And I just came to let you know personally. And, and you're lucky that I didn't do it from school, essentially, and take you out of work. Because I, you know, I think you guys are decent people. And he was like, you know that she wakes up every day at four o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. to help my sister-in-law to make us all lunch. She was like, we come from a family where you compensate people for doing work. And that's her her work. You know what I mean? She was like, she's not a thief. I've given her that money. She's earned that money. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I think that things like that really impact you. You know what I mean? And I think that had my uncle Raymond not stood up for my mom in Mm -hmm. that moment, I don't know if my mom would have really thought that it was appropriate for her to stand up to authority later in life. But she definitely did. She definitely, my mom is, I get my voice from my mom. You know what I mean? Like I'm vocal because of her. So like as she's telling me stories about like her youth and stuff like that, things like that really stuck out to me. Like she wasn't allowed to speak Spanish like the first year that she was here and stuff like that. And like she says she remembers going to Sherwood Elementary School and having like, she said there was a Filipino teacher that she had in the fourth grade mm-hmm. um, and that she was like a strict teacher but she was a very good teacher mm-hmm. and then she had two Latino teachers I can't remember the name of the one in the fifth grade but then in the sixth grade she had Sherwood, Mr. Right? Cabrera yeah hey was that my deal <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know did he teach at Sherwood Probably. Elementary School I have school? a lot of confidence in the family who knows well my sister ended up getting him in sixth grade too he, oh, ended really? up, he taught sixth grade for the longest time oh, he was my okay. mom's teacher I and then later my, my sister's teacher Mm-hmm. Okay, because he well, my mom went to Sherwood too when she was oh, little. Oh, really? Yeah, she's I a should Sherwood. ask her. Yeah. yeah. So How my funny. mom was like, yeah, she was like, and it was those teachers who like really like allowed me to like kind of like explore like the whole like Chicanoism and to stuff find like her that. voice basically yeah. to see it's okay. And she said that like when she really made the turn to like <laughs> you know become more Americanized, so to speak, or like really embrace mm-hmm. you know the American culture, she was like, I feel like I really kind of you know was able to do that more in like middle school. She she went to Alcacel Middle School and then later to Alcacel High School, um, where she met my biological dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I'll be honest. With <laughs> well, you. it was a good thing because you're here. Uh, yes, that so she well, always says positive. that. Yeah. She says, you know, the best thing that came from that relationship was my three beautiful children. But yeah, that was a toxic situation mm-hmm. to say the least. And yeah, my mom left him when I was. 
very young. I think I was about three years old. That's one of like my earliest memories. But I also now as um, a single mom myself, but just like as a grown adult, I realized that we were so much better off without him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like you you really think yeah, about it. Yeah. During that time, you're we're little. You're, you're you little. miss what you don't exactly. have. And, you know what I mean? And I think that I was so fortunate because, uh, you know, later in my life, that void of father was really filled for mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? And I do have a dad. Mm-hmm. And now I've had a dad more years than not. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so now to me, it doesn't feel like before, like when I was growing up and feeling like, oh, I don't have a dad. I don't have a dad. But like my mom was such an amazing mom. You know what I mean? Like she went to like all my school plays and like Aww. basketball games. And I did everything. I ran track, cross country, basketball. I played guitar, like anything that would keep me out of the house. Like I yeah. just didn't. Because I just knew if I went home, I was going to have to clean and shit, bro. Like, <laughs> You're like I'm not I about like, to do nah. that. I was just, and my mom was like super strict with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was like, my grandmother was with, you know, with them or whatever. Yeah. Right. So like we had to like do our homework. We were expected to get really good grades, mm-hmm. you know, put a lot of effort into school. We weren't allowed to do certain things like outside of the home like unless it was like a school related activity I figured out that was a loophole like really early on Mm -hmm. if I was like oh it's for school even if it was athletics Uh if it was for school then I could do it yeah so that was my thing anything they offered (laughs) that you could do at school I started wording it not at school but for school and she was cool with it and so that was like all right it's education it's teachers it's It's for your own background checks you know what i mean like this i'm cool with that yeah but like oh can i go to my friend's house can we have a sleepover Chale, nope. bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> I remember growing up and my mom saying things to me like, I go to work every single day to like bust my ass. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't say bust my ass, but like, she, you know, her yeah. version of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that you guys could have what you have, not so that you could go sleeping in casas ajenas. <laughs> yeah, that's what my, I wasn't allowed to sleep over at people's house. They were coming to my house to sleep over. Mm. That was the thing. My mom was like, nope. You're never going to go. And then my grandma would tell her, La vas a dejar? No, you're really going to really let her yeah. go? Like, and then I'll be so mad. But now mm-hmm. when I'm older, I'm like, now I know why. And yeah. I'm going to be, if I ever have a daughter, I'm like, fuck, no, you ain't going. <laughs> like, uh-uh. No. Yeah. But so your mom went to, okay, you said Sherwood. What was the middle school again? Alsasau Middle Alsa-Sau, School. And then I Alsa-Sau. went to Alsasau Middle School. And Did then you? Alsa-Sau. Mm-hmm. But we, none of her kids ended up going to Alisal. We all went to Selena's house. Yeah, I was going to say But yeah. I was the only one of her three kids that went to Alisal because we lived like in the hood at that uh-huh. point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved it too. And so I ended up going from middle school to Alisal because it was literally right up the street. But then we ended up moving. Mm-hmm. And so then my brother ended up going to Washington. My sister mm-hmm. had gone to Washington. And then we all went to Selena's high. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So, but my mom went to Alisal. She met my my bio dad there, um, Sammy. Dude, my mom was like fucking hot to trot, bro. I'm telling you. Like, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like, um, and then I think about it too and like who her friends were and shit like that. And like a lot of people that were like I grew up like mm-hmm. thinking they were my Theos and later on I found out they were just like my mom's really close homies. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, Oh my Theo Bill, my Theo, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like my Theo Mikey or like, you know, and and like and then I was like, what? We're not related. Like, and that's funny. Now, like, the story repeats itself. That shit's hilarious. With your baby. Not, that's yeah, how it exactly. goes. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember, too, like, being really young and, like, certain family, like, things would happen. And I'd be like, dude, where's my deal bill at? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the whole family's here. <laughs> 
<laughs> shouldn't he be here? You know what I mean? That's like, funny. And actually, he would eventually show up mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Because he was close with my mom and therefore he was close with like my uncles and stuff like yeah. that. Because my mom was, you know, pretty close with them also. So, so yeah, so they all knew him and shit like mm-hmm. that, you know? So eventually he would show up, you know, para dar el pesame or you know, yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. was, right? Or yeah. the family functions and shit like that. But sometimes they were like, you know, like when they call family meetings, like I was like that kid, like a chando oreja, like everyone else was playing and I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to listen. <laughs> I can totally see you doing that. Like, I was, like, doing it. You were that one girl, like, by the happening. door. Like, <laughs> like, like, you're trying to play with the ball, exactly. but you're over here, but I'm over here yeah. listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I used to think to myself, shouldn't important things are, you know, shouldn't so-and-so be here right now? And then you realize <laughs> they're not really your tío, idiot. Yeah. That's, that was me, too. When I was little, I used to think this one tío of mine, my tío Cheto, they used to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you threw him. Like, then I found out later he was never related to us. Like, you yeah. know what form or way no you know no blood you know mm-hmm. and i was like the fuck so why'd you call my tío chetto and they're like well he's always was around when you were little so he became your tío and i was like you guys tricked me interesting <laughs> yeah but yeah so like my mom got with my bio dad they first had my sister my mom was in in high school at the time and she got pregnant her senior year mm. and so she was supposed to graduate in like 83 or something like that mm. but then she got pregnant with my sister and had her in september of 84 and then she went back to school like in 84 to like finish off okay. like her high school diploma but she was like there was this racist as she was like that lady was a racist she was like she was like the the health ed teacher or whatever uh-huh. the what is it like health and fitness or whatever the what PE is teacher what? i don't know there's another freaking word for it but anyhow <laughs> um she my mom did like one of the requirements at the time to graduate was mm-hmm. you had to have like a cpr certificate or something like that back in high school yeah it was like or you had to do like cpr on a baby and like be able to like pass you know what I mean? And like, like that's on interesting. The fake, yeah. yeah. Was like, yeah. And that was like one of the requirements. And she would like, or maybe the lady made it a requirement in her class or something like that. Because when my mom so, went to high school, she had to swim. Yeah. That was, was like her requirement. Like so she held back one credit from my mom. <gasps> what a bitch. And she needed that one credit to be able to graduate. So even though she like dropped out. When she got yeah. pregnant with my sister, when she went back, she had like an abundance of credit. But the lady held back that one, that like, one, that one PE point credit. Like, you know what I mean? That's like you so can have stupid. 15 extra fucking, you know, English yeah. class credits or whatever. But you have to have at least, you know, five PE credit, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Right. And she mm-hmm. held back one credit. So mom was like, fuck this. And she already had a baby. You know what I mean? And yeah. she was like, I'll just I'll do it later. Yeah. So she said she literally made an appointment for the Red Cross here in selena mm-hmm. and then it burnt down and i was like wait what and she was like i really did try she's like it, like literally i remember this she's like I, I and i i didn't have the time to go back and look in like the google references mm-hmm. and see like if it was you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, in 1986 yeah. the fucking red cross burnt down and i'd be like damn she wasn't lying like, <laughs> she really did try she's hella tried you oh know? my god so my mom didn't graduate high school and so yeah so she she said she tried to go back she tried to go and like do that get that cpr certificate or Mm -hmm. whatever like you know through a different avenue she was like fuck that teacher so yeah and then the red cross burnt down and Mm -hmm. she was like all right i got a baby now like at some other i'll make an appointment at some other time and then she just it was just one of those things and then in 86 is when i came along and so she had like briefly broke up with like my like sperm donor as i like to refer to him (laughs) as 
And then they had like a reconciliation and then that's when I came. And then two and a half years later, my brother came and then she's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortly after that, she was like, yeah, this is, it's just, yeah. It's she, not going nowhere. Nowhere at all. Yeah. Um. So she ended up ending it with him and my mom was a single mom for a long time. You know what I mean? And I remember it just like being us and like my mom like doing the damn thing. I was going to say like, that. Yeah, she yeah. did the damn thing with, mm-hmm. with you three, right? You said, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And she did it and look at you guys now. You guys are like doing good, striving you know being the best you can be yep i remember actually in 2000 Mm -hmm. my mom started her own business tight yeah oh yeah you did say with um with my sister actually okay (laughs) yeah they family business business together yeah they started a cleaning service oh cool yeah and so like one of the things my mom did was like she used to do like she worked for this guy that like had owned a whole bunch of properties like all around Salinas and Monterey mm-hmm. County or whatever mm-hmm. and like apartments and duplexes and shit like that. And when people would move out or whatever, um, my mom would go in and like clean everything up. You know what oh, I mean? And okay, like okay. rip out the carpets and like prep things for mm-hmm. other people to come in and do trade work. Cause mm-hmm. Like, you know, she didn't really like fucking put in tile or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? She was like, but we like painted like if we knew like the carpet people were going to if the carpet was all fucked up, like we'd pull it out. You know what I mean and like yeah. do that hard labor so that like the actual contract worker people could come in and just like lay it out easily yeah. you know what I mean so she worked in that for like a really long time so she kind of parlayed that into opening her own business That's so her cool. and my sister they they teamed up and they started a cleaning service and of course it was a family business mm-hmm. so like after I was out of practice and like doing mm-hmm. all the shit that I did extracurricular like I had to come in and like help my mom and stuff like that yeah And I remember like um, one of the things that I would help with that I was good at was like the accounting part of it. Oh, so, like, okay. that was kind with the numbers. Dude, I remember, like, till this day, I could recite you my sister's social security number. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well. Because, like, because I had to fill out all the forms of yeah. everything. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, one of those, like, that the family had to help in that way. That's you know crazy. What I mean? like, like, we were talking about before the show that your mom had, like, you know, started a hard life at nine. My mom started a hard life at nine. And then she did a cleaning business. And my mom cleaned really? where she worked at. Where mm-hmm. she worked at a medical office. And she would clean the office, too. Yeah. And that was her. you know her second job Mm -hmm. and then it stopped and then she's doing it again at the where she's working again at a surgery center but she cleans also that office that's crazy that's crazy that's cool yeah. we have well, our mom should know. meet right I know I want to hear that like that part of your story but like one of the things that like I really wanted to talk about was like at first my mom started that cleaning service and that was like she did well mm-hmm. you know what I mean but it was like dude like we don't want to be cleaning shit for the rest of yeah, our lives yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying like there was a certain point in time where like my mom ended up moving to like Merced County or whatever right um it was like in 2004 is when you know they moved out there mm-hmm. to like that like near los baños like mm-hmm. between los baños and fresno basically so my mom like moved out that way and when she moved out that way she started a store okay so she first she had a puesto inside like a swap meet you know what i mean oh yeah, and yeah like uh-huh. a real like a small city or whatever and so she had a puesto inside there and so she would sell clothes and like you know what i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. but there was like rules because there was different puestos mm-hmm. and, like someone already had like women's clothes and it was like the worst like yajita stuff but she <laughs> sold women's clothes so nobody else there could sell women's clothes and oh. my mom was like no nah, i gotta do something different so i can be able to bring like different styles Everything. and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but she had like men's clothes you know what i mean yeah but she could only bring men's clothes your mom yeah like at when she started that business mm-hmm. you know what i mean so she was like I, i'm gonna like start here but i i want to expand to something different so she was hoping that that lady would like eventually just give up you know what i mean but she didn't i estaba la señora <laughs> 
<laughs> so my mom was like, dude, I need to find some other place where either I could do my own thing or they'll let me have both men's and women's. Yeah. So she ended up like taking a chance and and renting like a big ass store in Fireball. And so she, but it was her own store. You know oh, what I mean? Tight. Okay. Yeah. And she had to go in and like clean and like, you know what I mean? But it was like a story like it For written her, itself yeah. because that's the work that she had done her whole life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I feel like other people were like even kind of afraid to take on a project like that where like my mom was a, like, nah, I like, could, nope. uh, this exactly. is fucking three days worth of work, bro. Like, you know <laughs> I what got I mean? this. Like, I yeah, can do this. Yeah. By myself. No, nope, yeah. I got help. The medio. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So like my mom like did it. You know what I mean? And she started that story. That's so like a todavía vive mi mamá like till this day like she has her own business mm-hmm. you know what I mean she has that store and like that's that's why I'm such a like big promoter of and like and I I know how hard it is for small businesses because mm-hmm. I've seen my mom do it you know what I mean yeah. and like all the different costs of like cleaning and napkins and fucking mops and and even till this day you know what I mean business licenses and hangers and mm-hmm. insurances and fucking you know what I mean like it's not just the shirt you know what I'm no, saying? No, exactly. Like it's not it's just the a pair of, of pants. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, so that's why I think I'm such a big supporter of like small businesses because mm-hmm. I've seen I see like how tough it is for my mom and how much work she puts into her business and the thing I hate the most is when I go visit my mom like a lot mm-hmm. of the times I'll get there like around three and she closes her store like five six mm-hmm. and so we'll hang out at the store for a little bit or whatever right you know before she'll close down and yeah. then we'll go to dinner or go back to her place or whatever it is right I hate going in there and hearing people trying to regatear with my mom about her prices I'm like oh man I want to tell this fool <laughs> off right now <laughs> pay the like, fee don't mister. do that to me don't do don't that when do I'm that here to my mother uh-uh <laughs> so that's why i'm like i don't ask none of my that's friends the way. for a discount yeah. like you know what i'm saying like yeah unless it's plumbing or mechanics then i'm yeah. sorry bro you gotta hook me <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's yeah. it but other than that yeah. yeah so that's cool that's like mm-hmm. the, that makes you who you are today because of yep. your mama the way she is and the way she has her own business and the way she was raised on being basically yep. like that's who became you are because of her yeah one yeah. other thing i wanted to say about my mom shout out to my mom <laughs> my older sister dropped out of high school Mm-hmm. She didn't graduate when she was supposed to. She dropped out in her senior year as well. Oh. And I know that that really affected my mom in a big way. Mm-hmm. So it affected her so much so that in 2003, she decided to go back and get her high school Good diploma. And when she, by the time she went back, the uh-huh. requirements for the state of California had changed. So she had to get like 35 credits now. It wasn't just that one CPR credit yeah. anymore. And now she had to get like all these credits, uh-huh. right? So she went back and she did the damn thing, bro. She Good got like all. All the credit she was supposed to get and my mom and i graduated high school in the same year that's cool in 2003 did you guys um, graduate together or just the same year no the same oh, year okay. we didn't graduate together oh, no okay. i graduated from Selena's oh yeah high, and then so, yeah. she graduated from the salinas adult school that's cool though mm-hmm. but Aww. she went back to the salinas adult school and got her high school diploma and i i feel like a big part of that was because my sister didn't graduate yeah. when she was supposed to so then later on my sister went back after my sister had her first son uh-huh she went back to school to and get she, her high school diploma, uh-huh. she got I she got her high school diploma, mm-hmm. and then she ended up going to like like a training program for like medical assisting, and so she has okay. a degree in that and like phlebotomy and like Good for uh, her. medical assisting yeah. and stuff like that. That's but I cool. feel like it really affected my mom, and she was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back." And she did. It's like she I'm gonna, sh- I can do got, like, yeah, I'm gonna show them. Like mm-hmm. if I do it, you guys can do exactly. it too. Yeah, yeah. That's so a my older moment, sister. Yeah, has like a I think she graduated like in 2006 or something mm-hmm. like that, and my mom. And I were the first ones, like for my immediate family, mm-hmm. to get a high school diploma. Like I was the first one in my immediate family to get uh-huh. a high school diploma. 
That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's tight. Like I was saying, like you guys can year, share something. Did. That's a sweet like moment, you know, yeah. like a sweet like. Yeah, oh, I, I like really that. So I was like, oh, I want to end on that note, and I'm glad <laughs> I remembered too. So tell us about your mama, Frenchie. I love you, mama. <laughs> All right, so me, mommy, like I said before, you guys know, if you know me, you know my mom. (laughs) You guys know my mom. (laughs) Um, Apparently, no, I'm the only child. Let's see, my mom is Laura Martinez. She goes obviously now by Cabrera because of my dad's last name. Mm -hmm. She was, funny story, you know how we like, you know, I was talking about before the show too. Um, She, my grandma, she was pregnant. Obviously, my mom was born on Christmas Eve, you know, Noche Buena. Yeah, Noche Buena. Um, She was the present. Yeah, exactly. And uh, my mom, my grandma, who I call her my mommy, she was in Tijuana that night before, you know, the same day she was in TJ. And then she was like, I don't feel good. And something's going on. Like, I'm going to give birth. So she still crossed the border that night. That night after she crossed the border, she went to the hospital because she wasn't feeling good. And pues, ¿qué pasó? She gave birth to my mom in Brawley, California. Is that where your family's from, Brawley? No, just no. She, that's where she was born. So where where was your family from? Like? Originally, my, well, mi familia is de Guanajuato. Okay. Yeah. Everyone. So your your mama? No, my grandma was born mm-hmm. in Corona, California. Oh, okay. She was born in Corona, California, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny, ironic. I used to love Coronas, <laughs> anyways. And the coronavirus. Sorry, <laughs> I'm all thinking it's like that way. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So she was born in Corona, fam- in Corona, and then from there she went to Mexico because my grandparents from Guanajuato. Mm-hmm. And then, which are my great grandparents. And then that ye, you know, back in the day, Mexico, just like how your family, they had to cross the border, make a living, get money, go back and forth. And it was a lot easier back in the day to go back and forth. Not like mm-hmm. ahora, you need yeah. all this type of stuff, you know? So, yeah, my mom was born in Brawley. Unfortunately, my grandma couldn't take care of her from the time but that where, she was born. Where was your grandma living when your mom was in, in, Guanajuato, in Abasolo, Guanajuato. Oh, yeah. okay. So she was just, no, it she was, was like just, on vacation. Yeah, she was just on whatever. her way back to California to to work again before she gave birth. Oh, yeah. where was she going to end up working? Um, I think in Salinas, aquí en La Lechuga. Oh, yeah. Shit. So, so she, she's passing yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Bro- gotcha. Yeah, so she gotcha, was just gotcha. passing through. And then, yeah, so that's what happened. And unfortunately, you know, back in the day, my grandma, she was a single mother too. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, my dad, my mom's dad wasn't in the picture. And then um, from there, my grandma left my mom with her grandparents, my great grandparents, me, me mama papita and my papi chuchi. And then my mom was raised in Mexico for four years. Oh, yeah. And your grandma, so uh-huh. your mom's mom yeah. was here in Was Selena's here in Selena's working, working you gotcha. know. And then from there, my mom had an older brother, um, my tío Saúl, and then an older sister, my, my tía Dora, mm-hmm. which when I was little, I thought they were my cousins. Long story. You know how that felt, like mm-hmm. we said earlier. Anyway, so that happened. So she was in Mexico for four years in Guanajuato, only knew English, I mean Spanish. And then from there, my grandma came back to Mexico and told my grandparents, hey, I'm taking, you know, my daughter back with me to the States. My grandpa had a fit. He was like, why are you taking her back? Yada, yada, whoop de whoop. Obviously, he took her back because that's his da- her daughter, you know? Mm-hmm. But she only took your mom? She only took my mom. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, the yeah. man, you needed certain papeles to come over here. You like know how that happened? Yeah. And then it got all fucked up with my tia and my tío. Unfortunately, they still stayed in Mexico, and they're still there till this day, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so that happened. And the little things I remember, you know, I don't really ask a lot. You know, it's just, it comes to me when it's supposed, when she wants to talk to me about it. And then after that, my, gra- my grandma took my th- my mom back to, me, um, sorry, California here in Salinas. And then she, my mom didn't know any English, like none. And my grandma didn't know English either. 
Mm-hmm. So my grandma just took her to school. Like, you're going to learn. Like, yeah, you know, like, that's it. Here, you got to be there at first grade. Exactly. So, yeah, my grandma was, my grandma, my mom was just super, like, didn't know what to do, what was going on. She was so attached to my tia in Mexico, thinking that was, like, her mom. And she would say, ay, mi maia, mi maia. And she would put, like, newspaper in her, like, right here in her heart, thinking it was a picture of my tia, her sister, thinking, you know. Oh. And my grandma, my, th- my mom was just una chiquilla, you know, didn't know anything. Um, Along came my grandfather who I know you know that's mm-hmm. who raised my mom and then they had my tia which is my other th- my you know my mom's younger sister and he raised my mom and then unfortunately you know he passed away when she was age of nine so your great-grandfather no my oh your my grandfather just my grandpa gotcha. yeah which was my my grandma's husband mm-hmm. and then from there so your mom was raised as an only child when she mm-hmm. came here to mm-hmm. Salinas and then she had one more younger sister mm-hmm. my tia Raquel okay my tia Chata Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my tia, and then from there yeah so my grandpa passed away at age nine um when your mom was nine years when old. my mom sorry when my mom was nine and the thing is like it my mom had to grow up really fast during that time after your grandpa yeah. passed away. yeah because my grandma didn't know any english she didn't drive she walked everywhere my grandpa was her transportation my grandpa knew english you know he was like he was a pachuco you know he was one of those homeboys with the, you know, calderas and stuff like, you know, mm-hmm. the big old pants and everything. And so that was the thing. My the mom had to learn. Yeah. yeah. My mom had to learn all this stuff. And then from there. She was the quote unquote oldest child. Oldest child. She had yeah. to grow up fast. My mom. She's She's been through her shit. I mean, she doesn't talk about it as much. And I don't like asking her about it because it brings like a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. But I know my mom was raised in the East Side, too, on Madera Street. Damn. <laughs> Dude, our parents probably yep. ended up knowing each other from Dude, back in the day say, or something. Dude, I was going to say, yeah. Like, well, my, yeah. Um, well, your mom is five years younger than my mom. Yeah, my mom was born in 68. Mm-hmm. 68. And then, yeah, she went to Sherwood. Well, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, kinder. Your mom probably knows, like. She my probably Nina, does. Like, like, you know, she probably knew, like, my tia Josie or it's something. It's so crazy. Know, like, my mom will sister. come up with all these new friends on Facebook. She's like, I grew up with them on the east side, Mika. We grew up together. And I was like, <laughs> okay, mom. Like, I get gotcha. you. You know, like, all right. Yeah, so she went there. She went to Washington Middle School. She went to Selena's High till sophomore year. Then she went to North High because we moved to the north side. Mm. So she's a Viking. Everyone mm. in my family is a Viking except me. <laughs> I'm the only cowboy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm the only Salinas High person there. And because I remember I we moved and I was supposed to go to North High, but I didn't want to. I made a big scandal. I was like, fuck, no, I'm not going. Like, all my friends are here at Salinas High. Like, yeah. I didn't want to go and start somewhere new, you know. But Did you go to Washington? I went to Washington. Yeah, remember, so like, see, back in the what... day, it was like the bridge would cut off. Mm-hmm. That's And we moved over the bridge. Oh. Yeah. So I was one of those people that got, like, the fake addresses from someone in the south side so i can go to this high so shout out to joan r.i.p she always had my back <laughs> always She's had like, my back you any mail you can yeah, get it here exactly That's, yeah but they had to i remember that was a thing like where they yes. would go and switch like the pg e to somebody else's name yes. for like two months yeah <laughs> i remember like selena's high was the school to go to during that time and mm-hmm. i was like and obviously, like, I, I want to go there. Like, I remember my mom, like, saying, like, it was, like, the academics for her. But yeah. for me, I was like, it was the sports. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> so, yeah. Um, go to me, mom. That happened. She met my dad. <laughs> Hold on. Before I go over there. Um, she graduated from Salinas. I'm sorry. North High class of, I want to say, 86. 
86 or 87. Yeah, (laughs) one of those two years. She she graduated from over there from North High. She did everything for my grandma. She drove. She went to doctor's appointments. She translated. She did everything. She worked Mm -hmm. and she would like give her money like here, get yourself something, whichever, you know. My mom, like I said, she always had those little short skirts, you know, Mm -hmm. always those tights, those heels, those pumps. Like she would pump. So I was like, God damn. You know, Aquanet was her best friend. Mm -hmm. You know, same old thing. You know, my mom wore like Dickies and Ben Davis folded over in the front. Super chola status. I love it. And then she tells me like, oh no, I was good. Yo no hice nada. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure, bro. You show the proof, right? Oh my God. My grandma was super strict with my mom and my tia. She never wanted them to go out. You know, because mujer no debían estar en la calle. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. And then my tía, my my younger tía, you know, my mom's little sister, she was a rebel. She didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She was, I'm going to do what I want to do. She shaved her head. She did the whole thing. My tía was one of those roqueras, you know, like oh. those emo, you know, mm-hmm. roquera type of people. So that like uh, punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Depeche Mode type of status, mm-hmm. you know. And then here's uh, my mom, like being all, you know. Trying to be all proper, trying to help my mom, my key, my grandma. So when she was in high school, did you ask her like what kind oh, of music did she me, listen no, to? So she listened to everything before. Okay, my, she's gonna hate me that I'm saying this, but my mom used to get in fights. <gasps> My in mom, high school? Bitch, yes. And from middle school to high school. Really? Her nickname was La Leona. Damn. Yep. yep. Her, that was Ooh, her nickname. I'm going to take over like a good bottle one day of tequila <laughs> to your, your mom. Bring her we, patron. She'll yeah, be hella happy. No, That's her strength. We're yep. going to take her like a like a 1942 or something. Oh, we're going to we'll get real fucking nice. Up. Let's get yeah. fucked up. And I want to hear them stories. Yes. I'm be like, what's up, Leona? Exactly. Like, unfortunately, <laughs> like, yeah, she, you know, it's sad though because kids back in the day used to make fun of my grandma, used to make fun of my grandpa for certain situations mm-hmm. and of course my mom no see what they had she was like who are you talking to and i remember my grandpa told well, i don't remember but i remember my mom telling me that my grandpa told her if you're gonna fight fuck it you're gonna fight dirty you find whatever you're gonna find <laughs> and my mom till this day she tells me what what your grandpa told me you're gonna do the same thing you're gonna fight dirty you're gonna find whatever there's around you and use it my mom used to fucking break on a bitch once damn yeah. like that yeah and then i like remember some yep. assault with a deadly weapon yeah. type shit yeah my mom like she was like allegedly she yeah, allegedly allegedly did there you go yeah and then the thing- <laughs> The thing is that with her, the she legend, was, yeah, she's like, I didn't fucking pull hair. I didn't believe in that. She would just grab the. She always tells me, grab the hair in the ball and start yeah, beating just the hold. Yeah, them. and mm-hmm. she's like, and put your hood on. And she was like telling me, but don't do it, okay? And I was like, it's okay, like. It's you always know? pull your hair back, take yep. your hoops off. We find one lady every time we go, we would go to church. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Do you see that girl singing in the choir?" I was like, "Yeah, why?" I fought her. I was like, <laughs> "She's so proud of it, right?" <laughs> like, okay, mom. Choir, I yeah. beat that bitch. Down. Like, I beat her up, and I guess her mom went to my grandma back in the day in the apartment. Like, tu hija es una salvaje, and she's like, "Well, what did your daughter do?" <laughs> what did she do to for my daughter to do that Straight to her like that like hizo? Mm-hmm. and nothing after that so her that girl's mom and aunt had to wait with her at the bus stop till they got picked up so my mom wouldn't do shit to her ain't that well shit. hey if you're gonna be she a bully a yeah don't be a bully to someone then she's I'm gonna defend you know um so after that yeah she graduated from north high and then you know 88 89 she met my dad Aww. She met my, you know, famous daddy over here. So she was like 20, 21. She was tw- 19, 20. Yeah. They were wow. both, yeah. They were both 19, 20 because my dad and her were born in the same year. Yeah. Mm, that's so sweet. Yeah. They're both 68 babies. And that my dad loves it that he's only like two months older than her. <laughs> he loves, he likes saying all that. So it's funny. They met at each other at a discosteca in Watsonville. Shut up. I swear. 
Yeah. That's so- Yeah. But the thing is that my dad didn't want to ask my mom to dance because he was too nervous. So he asked her friend who is now my Nina. <laughs> so he didn't know how to ask my mom. And then he was like, and my mom thought he was cute, but she didn't know. Like, I'm not going to ask him. It's not my yeah, job, you know? No, exactly. You need and to so, me. Exactly. Oh, so after like unos bailes, whatever was my Nina, I guess like my dad was like, okay, let me, I finally found the courage and asked my mom to so dance. So he warmed up with yeah, your Nina? Yeah. <laughs> Did he say anything to your Nina? After like a couple of years later, like, and she's my Nina from baptism Aww. yeah so and she was your mom's super close home yeah they're super like friends since middle school yeah Aww. like her and another nina of mine they've been friends since like forever that's yeah. so sweet i love that yeah and- i feel like that speaks volumes about the character of your mom there's so few yep. females that have friends like that exactly. the other female friends that they're friends for you know exactly. what i mean like- yeah so yeah they met there they love dancing and i think that's why i got my dancing from because like because mm-hmm. of them i love dancing cumbia and that's how they they were in competitions like dancing cumbia at the clubs back in the day like rio nido and stuff like stuff like that really? yeah and it's such, such a trip when i used to hear that when i was little you know that used they used to go out all the time my dad con su big old cowboy hat con su belt buckle and Aww. you know things like that mm-hmm. like and i used to cry yeah <laughs> my dad is such a paisita i love it <laughs> so he was a vaquero and your mom would like wear her little mini skin yes. damn no wonder they got <laughs> that's such a cute little love story yes. and then of course here comes me back in 1990 <laughs> you know here i am my grandma was pissed <laughs> why well obviously my grandma had me and mom had me before birth um marriage i'm sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah had sorry. Before birth. she had me before marriage so of course like my mom was like god gotcha. no puedo creer que estás haciendo esto. you know old school how grandma. old was your mom when, when she, she had me yeah uh she was she just turned 21 that month my mom also was 21 yeah. when oh, she shit. Me. this is crazy <laughs> This is why somehow the universe connected us together because they knew we're like, you know what? Yes. Las dos están locas, sus mamás estaban locas. You know, yeah. Ya I, valió. I, yeah. You know, I saw a video on TikTok that Pisces and Sagittarius should be really like close. Close. Yeah. yeah and, and I was us. like, and that, it's <laughs> funny, it was Pisces season for you. And then here comes Sagittarius with the bottom. Like, yeah. that's me. <laughs> I'm all excited. Anyways, but yeah, so I came along and then my grandma told my mom, if you think I'm going to take care of that child when you're working, you better think again because you better find her a babysitter. And what happens the day and my grandma will deny if she was still alive. <laughs> she the day my gra- my mom was going to take me to a babysitter and my grandma told her, hey, ¿dónde llevas esa niña? Well, I'm taking her to go get, you know, to the daycare or whatever. That's pendeja, déjala aquí conmigo. <laughs> 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 it's like boom so my, my mom was like okay so she you know canceled whatever mm-hmm. and we used to live on wheeler street on mm-hmm. on north main that was like yeah, where yeah. i grew up you know wheeler street over there and then um my mom you know she was born on the east side raised in the east side. well not not born in the east side, i'm sorry raised in the east side you know madera and she went to all you know and the thing i asked her i remember getting older in high school i was like mom how come you never wanted to stay in the east side you know just a question she's like mija honestly i grew up really ugly i saw things that i wish i didn't see i saw people get stabbed i saw people get shot and i was little like, i lived on the east yeah. side in the 90s trust me you're better off on the north side. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know yeah we lived there um you know north side we moved to the south side and then that's where i went to monterey park you know middle school washington and selena's high of course and then from there i think like in elementary what i remember is that i was always being bullied always being bullied Oh, hell no. Yeah, I was that girl that I would get bullied because I was a really nice girl when I was little and I used to get my Not lunch. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it'll get there. There, no, but um, 
I was always getting my lunch getting taken away. I was always getting made fun of because of my eyes because they were so big. Mm-hmm. They were calling me frog. Yeah, bitch. I, yeah. Why are people so fucking mean? <laughs> exactly. So I used to come like crying home and I didn't want to tell my mom because she would be pissed off. My mom was that one mom from, oh, not Mommy Dearest. That's her name. But there's this one movie, um, um, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Mm. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, and yeah. it's like the, the nanny, you know, mm-hmm. like beating the shit out of the little kid for making fun of that little girl emma like oh, in the swing yeah, 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 my mom yeah, is yeah. her that's my mom so anyways my mom this one time i was crying and crying and my mom and other moms at the apartment complex that we used to live in used to like switch you know picking us up dropping us off at school because it was a shitload of us kids going to the same school so we would all jump jam up my mom's bronco ford bronco back in the day and then i remember this one time my mom was like she picked us up this little my one of the guys that was there with us told her Jackie got Jackie got slapped by a girl today, and I looked. I'm like, you motherfucker! Like, why would you? Why say would you and I was in fourth grade, and my mom freaking pushed the brakes, mm-hmm. and she's all, "Michael, get out of the car right now and tell me who it was." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just in the Bronco, like, "Oh my god, this is embarrassing! Why did he see it? Why? Yes, like, oh dude, the we, OJ car. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't white; it was blue. <laughs> my uncle had a blue Bronco too. <laughs> oh that's tight though and then after that my mom told the little girl shit the little girl's parents got involved my mom got involved and then the his um the principal got involved i'll never forget the principal got involved and then he was like oh she comes from a broken home she comes from a broken family you know and my mom was like (laughs) i remember hearing my mom in the office i don't give a fuck where she comes from like i come from a broken home i come from the east side did your dad die at nine years old no it's like no like fuck that i don't want this little girl to be touching my daughter any you know it went off it went off and mm-hmm. i just like and from there everyone knew who laura was <laughs> and everyone was like yep that's that's jackie that's that's lord's daughter like yeah. don't don't fuck with don't her you fuck know with them and i think at that point i started learning how to defend myself because my at that age that's when my mom started telling me like trucha mija trucha and i was like what the fuck, fuck does trucha, trucha mean you know <laughs> yeah. and then obviously like i got used to the word and i finally found out like you know it means to be strong to be you know to stand up for yourself you know Mm -hmm. and then from there was yeah you know i my mom she's been like i remember like in high school i was like man she's not letting me do anything like this is so boring you know but you know my mom let me do a lot of things she you know thankfully i went to a lot of the school dances i you know Mm -hmm. was part of like big events in high school you know and Mm -hmm. then um my mom let me do a lot of shit like you know like i was her headache and like you know how your mom said about the the verde canas whatever Uh so i got her like god knows what Mm -hmm. type of colors in her hair you know me being the only child was a lot for her (laughs) she you know bless my mother Mm -hmm. god knows like i did my shit at the age of 16 all the way to like 23 like damn that's that, a hot minute <laughs> that was like my crazy years Dang. yeah i remember and i'll even post th- i'll post this now i don't even give a fuck if anyone hears this and be like oh my god why would she say that so with my ex when all this shit was going on with my ex my mom tells me later when i'm already married everything you know she tells me i went to go see your ex um a while ago before you got married before you met your husband i was like why would you do that like, after you guys were broken up yeah like we broke up it was a hot mess our uh-huh. broke up was like a 
completely like it was yucky. girl yeah yeah and i remember my grandma wanted to beat his ass my grandma wanted him to take me to his house right now i want to talk to him you know all this bullshit right and she's like either you talk to him or you are local and it's not going to be pretty if i talk to him my Ooh, grandma I've had said family that. members tell right? me that before like my cousins and yeah. stuff like because they you saw like a message or something yeah, from a boyfriend it, and they were like either you talk to him or I'll, i'm gonna talk to him and it's gonna like, be a hot mess if you ever can't family. be together no more so exactly <laughs> my mom text him saying meet me up at starbucks the one on north main Mm -hmm. so i guess they went whatever you know he was being super polite opened up the door whatever was like oh do you want me to buy you a coffee she was like i'm not here to fucking chit chat with you i'm Mm -hmm. just here to tell you straight up do you want to be with jackie yes or no and he just like looked dead at my mom like what the fuck you know Mm -hmm. like that's when you know my mom don't play around with me you know and then he's like are you happy with whoever you're with now Mm -hmm. he's uh and with no hesitation he said to my mom yes okay with that being said my mom straight up told me leave jackie the fuck alone if i see your fucking little blue car around my neighborhood (laughs) around my house i'm gonna have my husband go to your house beat the shit out of you like all these things you know and then after that he did leave me alone for a minute Yeah, you scared a mom long enough for me to get married. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Dang. I found this out after, you know, years later. And mm-hmm. I was like, why would you do that? And I was like thinking in my head, like, oh, okay, my mom was just being a mama bear. Yeah, that's how she's protected. Yeah, that's you. how she is. And then, like, till this day, like, I have, like, now my own place. Like, she still texts me every day. She's still there for me every day. She'll be mm-hmm. like, are you okay? Do you need this? Do you need that? And I'm like, at first I was like, fuck, like, I want to have my own space. But now, like, I miss living with my mom and dad i really do like yeah it's fun living with pat don't get me wrong but like it's just me and my mom we our bonding moment is watching stupid videos on tiktok oh my god and we would crack the fuck up little things here and there like i have videos of me scaring the shit out of her yes yes and i (laughs) i cherish Uh, those videos i love it like my mom is my best friend Mm -hmm. we've been through like so much with me and her and unfortunately like another thing you and i can share too i mean it's not like a happy moment but your uncle my uncle passed away this year Mm -hmm. you know unfortunately like circumstances with our uncles yeah you know and it's sad though because my mom was barely getting his connect her connection back with her older brother Mm -hmm. and then you know covid took him away basically you know yeah but and then my mom's been through a lot my mom had to grow up my mom's been through you know same thing with my dad it hasn't been a green grass rainbows marriage type of thing you know I mean, marriages are hard. I mean, relationships are hard. Uh, being a woman is hard. Yeah. And, you know, she only had me as a, as a you know, only child. And unfortunately, she did want to have more kids. But my mom got really sick when she had me at birth. And my dad was scared for her if oh. they would have more kids in the future. Hmm. And plus the whole, like, taking care of the baby and my mom, my grandma, she was getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, can she take care of two babies? Oh, You gotcha. know, and that yeah. was the other situation. And then... Yeah, and then after that, you know, things just, you know, my mom. What kind of, like, music and stuff did your mom listen to, like, when she was in high school, like, when she was a teenager, or, like, out of high school? Rick James. Like, really? That, that was, was her, her shit. shit. Rick James. And then my grandma would get mad, tell her to put Juan Gabriel. <laughs> that was a thing. But she met your dad at, like, a baile? Oh, yeah. She, she loved to dance. Listen. Yeah. She she did. She loved, like, listening to cumbia, rancheras, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know. So that's how my dad's not super, like, you know. So your dad doesn't fuck with work games, but... Yeah, no, he'll listen to it. He'll know the music because of my mom, but would he listen to it, like, on a daily basis and jam out to it? Like, my mom, no. No. Not at all. Yeah. Um... He went to us. He went with us two years ago before COVID 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went with us to an old school concert. 
when oh, we dope. saw them. My mom listened to a lot of old school. Yeah. Too. So yeah. that's the thing. I grew up with like old school freestyle. Mm-hmm. She introduced me to Bob, you know. Mm-hmm. She, my mom says she never smoked goddamn liar. She know what a bowl is. <laughs> <laughs> She's all packed that shit. Yeah, she would know. And I looked at her and I was like, Mama, tengas las santas tampoco, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, she introduced ni putas, me. Ni santas. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. Amen to that. And then, you know, she, she introduced me to a lot of music. And I am thankful for that because if my it wasn't for her. Too. I wouldn't know half the shit that I listen to because when I hear old school, my old school to us, mm-hmm. it's the Gap Band, it's Rick James, it's fucking even the old Eddie Murphy song that I you know hear. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, I think even <clears throat> too like for me, like the freestyle and the old school. Like my mom used to listen to like um, No Parking on the Dance Floor. There you go, the Judy Gap Pie, Band. Yep, Zap and um, Roger. Exactly, Zap and go. Roger. Like all those Evelyn King, Evelyn Champagne King. Like you know, <laughs> me and her got drunk at the Fox when she came here. That shit was tight. <laughs> And then she also listened to, like, everything that you would find on, like, Art LeBeau Sunday Night Oldies. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, like, yeah, my mom listened to, like, you know, Marvin Gaye and... Mm-hmm. and um, Shaka Khan. Yeah, Mary Wells, <laughs> mm-hmm. Brent Woods, like... The old, um, oh, you oldies, oldies. Oldies, oldies, yeah. Oh, yes. And then even, like, uh, like Malo and mm-hmm. War and Santana and, like, you know the what I mean? The like, classics, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the music we... And then that's when I know that's our old school. But now when I hear, like, people, like, Gen Z people... Is that what they're called? Gen, the new... It's Gen? either Z or X. One of those, those little, <laughs> most little kids. When I hear them say something about, like, it's old school when they hear, like, oh, oh, hold on, I'm going to bring it, like, not back. But, like, there's this one coworker that they didn't even know who NSYNC was. I felt old at that point. Well, I kind of, <laughs> I wish I didn't know who NSYNC was. I bet you that was my band. <laughs> I was never into, like, the whole boy Oh, I was. Thing. I was, that like, that was me, girl. Mm-hmm. I was, and that's the thing. My mom said, like, I have my whitewash part. Mm-hmm. She's like super whitewash when she listens to like Ario Speedwagon, like you know <laughs> yeah, those type. Yeah. And like, I do thank for thank her that she got me into um, Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah, so no, fuck with some you know, Mac. I yeah. love all that stuff right there. I feel like I got a lot of the exposure of that type of music from my dad, though. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, because he's a white boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you go see. Um, so yeah, it was. But yeah, like just like, you know, mom's been through everything, man. And that's why like I appreciate her so much. And like till this day, I'm 30 years old, Sam, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still scared of I'm fucking scared of my mom. I, you know, I don't like telling her anything that's going to make her pissed off because I don't want to first get her pissed. <laughs> Second, I hate disappointing my mom still. Yeah, you know, I'm the same way too. Her her being mad at me can be one thing because her way of apologizing to me would be like, you want food, you know? <laughs> You want to go to the store? You want yeah. to just walk around, you know, not do shit? I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, yeah. you know. But me disappointing her is, like, the hardest thing. I would never want to do that to my mom again. I disappointed yeah. her a few couple of times, not going to lie. Yeah. When I came home drunk one time, fuck, that was scary as fuck. <laughs> you know, thankfully, my grandma was still alive. <laughs> she defended me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. She- I, my grand, my grandmother, God rest her soul, would not have defended oh, me. Oh, gosh, no, <laughs> I was been like, beat that little bitch down. <laughs> I would have gotten my ass beat bad mm-hmm. if my grandma was not around. You know, and it's nice to hear, like, you know. And just, she had the upper hand because you were drunk. Bitch, no, dude. I remember getting, oh, my God. It was scary at that point. It was my first. <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say where it was. Anyways, um, and I remember this. My my mom, she's, she's special. She's a special lady, and I'm so thankful for her. I mean, she might be hard. She shows hard love. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it is about her. And then and when I hear like and I love hearing it because my dad 
I know he loves me. I know we can like, you know, kind of relate to this too. Like he doesn't show, he doesn't tell me, but he shows it to me that Mm -hmm. he loves me. But my mom, like, I love when she tells me like, I'm so proud of you, Jackie. Like you've Mm -hmm. been, you've done so much. You've come a long ways. Like don't stop, you know? Yeah. And then my mom is my biggest cheerleader. So is my mom. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate that lady. I, and she's like the day I die, I'm like, mom, shut the fuck up. You're living to your hundred. Like, (laughs) no, I always, I always think the same thing too. Like, I wish my mom was immortal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. It's just mamas are different and we're just super like, you know, that's, that's my hero. You know, I know it sounds corny as fuck, but like, that's, that's my best friend. Like, yeah. Like, don't fuck with my mom and don't, because then you'll get this mini Leona out here. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be your new nickname, bro. When we get uh, 831 Comadres merch, we should get a mini Leona merch. <laughs> and it's you so funny. I mean? it, you, it's so funny you say that. So back in the day before I became La Frenchie, you know, mm-hmm. um, I had this acquaintance now um, kind of like baptized me with the, the name Jay Snooks. Oh, okay. That was my my nickname when, you know, um, Jersey Shore was huge, you Uh know, and of course, like little meatball, you know, that was me, Snooky, you know. (laughs) And so like after that, when my mom, she got into like the social world, Mm -hmm. she was like, name me after you. And I was like, name me after me. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, so people know it. I'm your mom. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, I don't want you to know. That's why her name is Mama Snooks. <laughs> so That's when I changed totally. it to Love Frenchie, she's like, "What the fuck is my name supposed to be?" And I'm like, "Still Mama Snooks." I mean, everyone knows you as Mama Snooks. She was like, "People," and I said, "Mom, people that know me and that fucked with me way before know me as Jay Snooks. Some people still call me Jay Snooks." She was That's like, "Hilarious." I know, and I was like, "I wish I could like delete that part out of my life sometimes." But like, hey, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, it but, is what it is. And it's cool though, and I appreciate my mom too because when we have the house on the north side, she let me have hella parties. For real. She let me have hella parties, underage drinking. My mom had <laughs> my back. Allegedly. My mom used What's to get. What's the statute of limitation <laughs> on that? <laughs> she used to fight with the cops, be like, I pay my taxes here too. Fuck you, you know? And then my friends used to do, Laura, stand back. We don't want you to get arrested right now, you know? My mom was the shit. She continues to be the shit. My mom, you know, she's 52. She still has those two jobs. She's a supervisor at her job. She's, you know, doing, still cleaning the offices. She, you know, unfortunately, she's the only one working right now due to my dad being furloughed because of COVID. And, you know, my mom, she's and I'll say this to her. She's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. And <laughs> I um, love that. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, when my grandma passed away, she had to become like, you know, even though she's not the older sibling, but she had to become one of the strongest ones to still maintain the family going. Gotcha. You know, and she tries to think like, you know, I can't be or act this way because. What would my mom do? What would my mom think? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy now that she's getting older. She's looking more like my grandma. Aww. Like she gets those features. Mm-hmm. And then las manos, sus, sus hands are just like my grandma's. I feel like my mom looks more like my grandfather than my grandmother. They have those strong features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. Oh, if you guys need Mary Kay, my mom got some shit too. Hook <laughs> up at Mama yeah, Snooks. Mama Snooks' house. <laughs> that's why she looks the way she does because she puts her grandma's. Yeah. She, you know, does her face washing and, you know, and yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, that's I some- love to learn more. Like, I really enjoyed to learn more about your mom because, like, I know her personally. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So now, like I said, I'm going to take over a bottle of tequila, get her just drunk enough and be like, what's up, Leona? And she's going to look at me like, what? <laughs> like, where'd you hear that from? <laughs> no, don't do that. It's like- so funny. My mom, that's her, that's her drink. If you want to be on her good side, people, mm, get her a tequilera. A, el patron. That's mm. her shit. That's her shit. Silver. 
<laughs> you don't need no oh, lime, lemon, or your, salt. Your birthday. Which, oh, wait, what? You had a Patron at your birthday. I don't remember. Of course you don't. I think I have a picture. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm the worst at remembering to take pictures. Shout out everyone who took pictures at my birthday. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just my mama right there. Mm. That's my mom now. She's still texts me till this day. Right now, she actually just texts me. I'm still alive. <laughs> 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 all sarcastic yeah, is like, that what it is yeah pretty much her. yeah pretty much that's hilarious it was cute Gotta though love it last friday when i went to go because we have dogs we have pet dogs real quick i'll share this and we pick up the dogs from my my parents house because i don't like leave them at the apartment because mm-hmm. i don't know what's gonna happen we picked them up me and pat and i was like, okay mom like you know time to go and leave you know my house like go back to my place and she was like, do you have to go? She started crying. Aww. And I like, oh, I looked at her. I was like, why are you crying? She was like, because I miss you here. And I was like, hi, mom. Like, don't cry. And then after that, she texted me. I feel so stupid. I was like, why do you why? feel stupid? She's like, because probably Pat's talking shit. I'm like, mom, he's not talking shit. Your Pat doesn't even care, he's mom. Like, he didn't even know you were crying. And I told Pat, like, you know, my mom was crying. Why was she crying? <laughs> Did he say, oh, she's so stupid? Of no, course not. No, because like, he knows better, first of all. <laughs> Even he if knows. he thought that, yeah, he wouldn't say no. that loud. That's hilarious. Yeah, el way. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Did I ever tell? Well, I know I told you I wrote a poem for my mom. Oh yeah, yeah, time. you did. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I don't. I like very seldom share things about my writing and stuff. But I feel mm-hmm. like this is appropriate because I am really proud of this poem. Um. So yeah, before we get into our regalos y cargas and wrap up the show, I just wanted to really quickly share this poem that I wrote for my mom. It's called Mujer Fuerte. Your daughter's watching. Mm. I hope I don't cry. Fuck. I can already feel it. Stop. I shouldn't have drank a beer. Ugh. <laughs> all Senthies. You're all Senthies. Yeah. Sad girl 31. I, <laughs> I haven't heard Senthies in a long time. Where I, who am I now? This is me drinking coffee. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. It is a poem that I wrote for my mom and it's called Mujer Fuerte. Your daughter's watching. When I'm trying to find my strength, I remind myself that I come from a long line of strong mujeres. Mi abuelita Ramona, she raised 13 kids. Six boys, five girls, plus the twins. She raised me mommy. Me mommy with her sun-kissed skin. Me mommy who fills the kitchen with sweet smells of comida. Me mommy who can make me feel safe cuando me persina. Me mommy, she's a warrior. She raised three kids in Isalina. She paid the rent, put food on the table, sin ayuda, solita. Me mommy, she follows that long line of strong mujeres. These are the lessons that I've learned through my mommy's strength. Me mommy sees so strong. When she learned how to value herself, she taught me how to see my own worth. Me mommy, she's so strong. When she shouted at him to stop, she taught me how to use my voice. Me mommy, she's so strong. When she decided to leave him, she showed me how to walk in my power. Me mommy, she's so strong. When she picked up the pieces, she taught me what self-respect looked like. Me mommy, she's so strong. When she ended the abuse, she taught me that I never had to endure my own. Me mommy, she's so strong. She taught me that my strength shouldn't be measured by the amount of abuse that I could take. Me mommy, she's my rock, my north star, and she's where I belong. But the best thing about me mommy is that she taught me, she strode me, she was and is strong. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Aw. Girl, I so love yeah. when you do your poetry. I love it. 
I I just, again, I felt like it was fitting to share. And I really love my mom. And I'm really proud of that piece. And I, I like this episode. It, <laughs> it was fun. I like so, talking yeah. about our Get mamas. Get into Regalos y Cargas before I cry. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, we'll start with uh, Cargas. Um, this is my same Carga from last week. Work. <laughs> work is still busy as fuck i mean again i'm blessed to have a job but oh my god we are super like short we're short stuff we have two girls starting though tomorrow so nice. i'm excited but of course i have to be training them <laughs> <laughs> another week of not doing my job but hey yeah. <laughs> but i'm not catching up with my job okay exactly. yeah yeah value. at least i have a job so i'm thankful for that it's just it's like okay it's just the patients are so rude when they're older <laughs> Dude, old people do be hella demanding, yes. huh? Yes, they are. Yeah. And they're supposed to be the sweetest, right? They're not. Well, not when it comes to their health, no, apparently. I know, no. You know what? I'm just like, oy, señores, yeah. señoras. <laughs> okay, that was that was my cargas right there with the señores and señoras. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Leaving done. That's there. just the patience right there. Uh, mi regalo, I like, I moved into my place. Yay. Um, it's so weird. <laughs> um, finally, everything's put away. The kitchen, the bathroom, the room, our bedroom. We're just waiting for the couches and the kitchen table. Okay. To be That's delivered. It. The big, the, um, yeah, to be delivered. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of COVID, a lot of things are pushed, pushed back. back. But hey, at least it's ordered and it's supposed to come hopefully by the end of the month. Okay. So we're, you know, hopefully sooner. They You're said, like in bed and TV trays for now. Girl, that's my thing. I'm like this with my, my nita, you know, what? not making a mess and my dog's just watched me, you know, like waiting for me to drop oh, something. Wait. Yeah, like fucking dog. But it's nice to have like my own space. It's yeah. nice to like, you know, I, like it's so cool because I sage my place. Aww. And before saging and my like broom and my parents will mm-hmm. be like chingados. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, what does that smell? You know, whatever. I have my altar finally out with all my cards and my... Aww. You know, my crystals, my stones and mm-hmm. my my necklaces, my bracelets. And it's nice to have that space, you know, mm-hmm. like I have a walk in closet. That's tight. Oh, oh, my God. I'm so jealous. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You know, like <laughs> I got to come see it. <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to bug you and be like, I'm coming over, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring like a beach chair. Then we're good. <laughs> I don't care. I'll sit on the floor. Again. <laughs> Dude, I was even thinking yeah. one of these nights we can do like circle in my apartment before the cu- the couches come in. Yes. That'd be cool just to have the girls and Patrick just be in there. <laughs> like, yeah. Just go, go Mimi's. Go play your games. Yeah. yeah. No. I was going to say Patrick can go to my house, but I don't have a TV there. So he'd be bored as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let him just be in the room. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my, that's my thing. So yeah, being an adult now. <laughs> Adulting. Adulting I love life. It. Your turn. Yeah. My carga for sure is um my uncle passed away. Yeah, one of my moms. Yeah, it was really tough. And, you know, my uncle lived in Mexico and he had like a health issue. And so he came back to the United States to essentially get it worked Mm -hmm. out because, you know, he has insurance here and you Mm -hmm. essentially worked here all his life and then retired in Mexico, retired Mm -hmm. to Mexico, I Mm -hmm. should say. Um, So, yeah, so he came over here and unfortunately complications with cancer treatments. And yeah, so we lost my uncle. And it was like one of those things where like they like we actually had like a positive like, you know, prognosis or whatever Mm -hmm. and like you know like we didn't and then like just very suddenly it took a turn and then just obviously ended very badly so yeah so unfortunately we did suffer that loss in the family so going through the motions of all that stuff and what that means in times of covid Mm -hmm. and you know it's just tough and difficult to deal with yeah yeah and then there was another like personal kind of loss that i am going through Mm -hmm. but i think that like my regalo is that it might sound strange but my regalo is that um 
Like I've invited the loneliness to be with me. You know what I mean? And not in a negative way at all, like in a very healthy way. Mm-hmm. Like I very much want to be alone with my thoughts right now. I like very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I want like the anger and the frustration and all of those like negative emotions to like come and sit with me for a while. Yeah. Because I really want to have like deep conversations with myself and I feel like I'm in a healthy enough place mm-hmm. to sit with those emotions um, by myself with myself and and to really um, have conversations you know what I mean yeah. and and those like reflective moments about why I feel the way I feel why I operate in the the way in which I operate and also just some time to kind of mourn like I said this kind of like the personal like it's not a loss. It's not like I like another person died. It's just almost like the end of the way that one. I think that like sometimes you have relationships mm-hmm. and like things happen within those relationships. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you it's almost like a defining moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's almost like one of those things where I know that like from this point moving forward, it's never going to be like it was before. And not to say that it can't be better. Mm hmm. But it's just going to be different. Yeah. And and so, yeah, so I have to, like, let go of, like, what that it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so, again, like, in a very healthy way, I know that I'm in a good place to invite in those emotions and sit with those by myself for a while. And I am actually looking forward to doing that work. It's like you're going to be doing okay that work. with your, like, no lonely, like, your thoughts. You know how some people are saying it's, like, you yeah. don't like to be in a lonely space to mm-hmm. think with all these thoughts, but. It's it's healthy. Yeah. It's okay. And so I know that that's such a regalo for me yeah. to be in this space because even a year ago or, you know what I mean? Two years ago, like I, I'll just say this, you know, a two and a half years ago, I went through a breakup um, and I was so I was it was I was so heartbroken by mm-hmm. it that like I was afraid to be by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, and not because like, I thought I was gonna, I was like suicidal or anything like that. But like, just I, it was more so that like, I could, co- I could have convinced myself of anything. Like, I'm not mm. worth it. I'm not lovable. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all those stupid, crazy thoughts. And like, it was to the, it was like, oh, I was like, it's not healthy for me to be by myself. Cause now I'm thinking dumb shit. Yeah. And this is not healthy. Whereas like in this situation that I'm in and it's, you know what I mean? A very different situation. But like I'm inviting in those emotions of like anger and hurt and frustration and like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And really processing it almost like a breakup or yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Very similar to something like that. So, yeah. So just processing those emotions. I know that I'm in such a I feel like in a safe enough place to to be with that. So I'm I'm happy. I know that that's a regalo that I've been able to give myself through like self-love and mm-hmm. through like a lot of like work and healing. You know what I mean? So it's peace it's within a, yourself yeah it's such a regalo that i'm i'm giving myself it's right so now. funny when i hear that when we, i was younger i used to think that was so stupid and so corny but now i'm just like nah bitch what the fuck are you thinking yeah like, exactly i'm like, like you're dumb for thinking <laughs> like that back yeah. in the day. that's what i get for dating a homeboy one time <laughs> <laughs> don't be listening i know why don't i listen to shit Damn. like that <laughs> but anyway that We're wraps the up show. <laughs> this episode of a31 comadres we appreciate all of our listeners engage with us through our social media platforms forms we always love it the one that we're on most often is instagram Mm -hmm. so at 831 underscore comadres and yeah any feedback any let us know even like you want to just direct messages to us it's cool too yeah we ain't tripping hit us up 
We, we love, love it. it. <laughs> oh my God, we stop doing that. Ditto. <laughs> I love it though. Okay. And we'll catch you next week. Adios. Y'all. Ciao. Bye.